0: You're listening to the Tackles and Takes podcast with your hosts, Colin, Tyler, and Parker. In this episode of Tackles and Takes, we discuss week six of the NFL season. So
1: like, every week we're going to start off with our first segment, our touchdown and turnover teams or players of the
2: week. Parker, you, you want to start this week? I'm going I'm to start with my turnover player this week. Um, I'm going to go Justin Herbert. I mean, he has just not been performing. Like last night, he put up decent yardage but no touchdowns when we're expecting him to be, like, one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL. He's just not living up to that. And last week, too, he just didn't put up that many uh, fantasy points. He's just not performing like we expect him to. Do you think it could be, like, related to his whole
1: rib injury? Do you think that could be, like, holding him back because— beginning of the year he was projected to be, like, a top-tier quarterback?
2: Um, I think that may be a factor, but I don't think that's the only factor. I think there's something else holding him back. All right, what about your, your touchdown player um, a team? My touchdown team this week, I'm going to go with the New York Giants. I mean, I'm pretty sure I said this last week too, but they just – their team is not at they're, – they're not much more talented than they were last week. If anything, they might be less talented – but their coaching is just like Brian Dibble has just changed this entire team. It's like he's just turned this team upside down. He's made it improve so much.
0: Yeah, you can see this with a lot of the young teams in the league. Like with Brian Dable and the Giants, you can see it with with the Jets, with Robert Saleh, you can you can you could see it with Brandon Steele and the Chargers when they were bad and on the uprise. And then obviously with the Bengals too last year, I think that the head coach and with young teams, I think the head coach is the most important part of the team, especially when it's a new head coach.
1: So they kind of need like, so that head coach kind of needs to take those young guys under their wing and kind of just show them the ropes.
0: Yeah. All right, Colin, you want to go? All right. So for my turnover player of the week, uh, Kyler Murray, um, Two and four Cardinals expected to be in one of, if not the best, behind the AFC West divisions in the NFL, with just like top tier teams from top to bottom. They're two and four right now. I don't think that's cutting it for them. And Kyler Murray went twenty three for thirty seven passing, two hundred twenty two yards in a pick, no touchdowns, and the team didn't even score a touchdown. It was all it was all field goals. So in their nineteen to nine loss against the Seattle Seahawks, so yeah, that's my turnover. And then my touchdown. I'm not gonna be biased again this week. Bailey Zappi, where did this kid come out? Come from? I mean,
1: hey. we saw we saw he had the talent when the, he played against the Packers a few weeks ago. I mean, that was fun to watch, like we said. But just seeing him play well this week was was great. Yeah,
0: and he did. Where did he even go to college? I don't even. I have no idea. It's like not one of those top tier schools where it was. Like he was like on the radar during the draft process and like as a top tier quarterback.
2: He went to Western Kentucky.
0: I mean, that's obviously a D one school, but it's not up there with like Ohio State, Alabama, Clemson, all those. It's school, not, it's not a big power five school. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what about your touchdown? All
1: right. So this week I actually have two. I don't have any individual players that are like my turnover or touchdown, but They're actually two different teams. Um, so I'm starting my turnover team. It's gonna have to be the Packers. I mean, to lose to the Jets and Lambeau at home, 27 and 10 by three scores, that, w- that was just god awful. I mean, for a high powered offense who kinda is lacking a receiving core, but has a great quarterback who, is known for turning young receivers into superstars, like he did with Jordy Nelson um, and Devontae Adams. But uh, and then you have a stacked running back core. I feel like, I mean, you have Aaron Jones and AJ Dillon, and Dolan put up 10 points against an OK Jets team that's actually come out to be to prove themselves this year. I feel like that was just kind of it was hard to watch. I mean putting up only three points in the first half and then just scoring a touchdown in the third. And just also the defense lacking against
0: like a mid- mid-tier mid offense uh, for the Jets. I think for the Packers, their problem was more of the special team because the Jets blocked a punt and also the Packers blocked a punt. So the special team for that game, I think, <laughs> may have decided it. Yeah, I, I mean. agree.
1: And then I feel like my touchdown team of the week, I really do hate, hate to say it. I really, really do. It has to be, I think it's going to have to be the Eagles. I mean, the Eagles have come out red hot, beating the Lions, and then beating the Vikings, and then the Commanders. Two, three, two or three mid-tier teams right there. I didn't expect them to be this special. They come out and beat the Jaguars, who have proved themselves to be a decent team this year. I think had a great game last week against the Cardinals. Their real test was going to be on Sunday night against the Cowboys and that stellar defense, and the Eagles seem to have proved themselves beating the Cowboys 26-17. to 17. They made it a little close at the end. They are up 20 to nothing at one point, but the Eagles would 100% have to be my touchdown team of the
2: week. Yeah, I mean, like, they have... Every single week, we've betted against the Eagles. <laughs> yeah. And then they continue to win. I mean, they do have the easiest schedule in the league. I
0: mean, with the
1: Steelers, Texans, and Commanders again coming up, I feel like... They have a possibility. I can see them going... I, get, I can see them going, like, possibly 10-0 up, up until the Colts. And, I don't know, you never know the Packers come to town.
0: Even, like, there's not a game on their schedule in the remaining season like that you say they're going to lose, like, with certainty. Yeah. Like, I think as much as I hate the Eagles, I, I think they could go undefeated. They play the Colts at Lucas Oil Stadium? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then... They play the Packers at home, Titans at home. Oh, Giants. I think the Giants could beat the Eagles. I mean, as much I yeah, kind hate to say. It.
1: I mean, yeah, they have like they have a pretty easy schedule. There's not a game on here that is like, oh, that's a guaranteed loss. Yeah, mm-hmm. but I don't know. It'll be really fun to see how this season shapes out. I mean, they're a young team too, so it's gonna be they're gonna be fun to watch. They're gonna be really fun to watch. But having to play the Giants twice and the Cowboys one more time. Nothing's guaranteed, especially in that crazy division. Yeah. All right. We now move into our fantasy frenzy segment. So this week, um, Colin, do you want to get us started?
0: Ladies and gentlemen, I won a fantasy football game. I'm <laughs> um, now one in five thanks to the man, the myth, the legend himself, Jamar Chase, who actually went off this week.
1: Who we bet against? We bet against Jamar two two Chase in a row. Two, weeks two weeks in a row.
0: Maybe yeah. you listen to the podcast. You yeah, know. Yeah. Yeah, you never know. He had, I believe, thirty one points and more at least half of those coming in the second half there went against the Saints. But also it was like Jalen Hurts got me twenty Kenneth Walker. I thought since I had no um I had like no running back this week, so I was like because James Conner was hurt. So I, I put Kenneth Walker out there, dropped a solid eighteen. And then Eno Benjamin, who is James Connors backup, put up eight and then J.K. Dobbins at my flex. I mean, come on, man. One and a half points. Uh and then the Rams defense, 18. Chris Boswell uh, scored most of my team with 10. I still won. 122 to 86. So Not
1: a bad week for you. Uh, this week, I mean, I have Lamar at quarterback. He did okay. He put up 16. Um, A.J. Dillon got me nine points, put up 41 yards. Not great. Nick Chubb got me eight points. He put up 56. I mean, two running backs with a combined 17 points is not great. But uh, yet again, we see Tyreek Hill drop another almost 30-point week, 29.7. I mean, when you put up over 170 yards with ease, I mean, Tyreek Hill, I mean, without Tua, too. Like, you put up Mm -hmm. 175 yards without their starting quarterback. I mean, that's just great. I think he's really comfortable in Miami. But now the really bad part, we hooked him up two weeks in a row. DK Metcalf. Yeah. yeah. He he didn't do great this past week. I mean, he only had two receptions for 34 yards. I mean, in a game where they scored 19 points, I don't know. I would expect him to catch the ball a little bit more, but I mean, he he's kind of looked like an old his old self again. Are we thinking that the past 3 weeks were a fluke when he put up 17, 21 and 17 again? But not sure, hoping to, for double-digit numbers for DK again next week.
0: Yeah, it was kind of – I was scared to go against him this week because I had traded him away two weeks ago and I was going against him. Maybe the reason I traded him away.
1: I don't know. I mean, I can't – I mean, when he puts up three great weeks like that, back-to-back-to-back, to back to back, and then has yeah. one off week, I mean, look at Jamar Chase. I mean, mm-hmm. you were just talking about how he had one good week and then four weeks in a row he kind of uh, kind of just lost it, I guess. And then now uh, this week he found it again. I mean – Hopefully, DK can come back next week. uh, Yeah, come back next week
2: and, I don't know, put up another double digit 20 plus performance. Yeah. Mm -hmm. All right. So, my entire fantasy team did pretty mediocre. I still put up 111 and 1, but a lot of my players underperforming, you know, Clyde Edwards, Hilaire, Tyler Higbee, Justin Herbert, all not putting up double digits when you expect them to. And I think. Week after week, the guy who's carrying my team is Stephon Diggs. Mm. I mean, he, right now he's ranked the wide receiver one. And I don't know. I think he's something that he might, it might be worth looking into trying to trade for him.
0: Yeah. Honestly, if you have, like, there's a few of the top-tier guys in the NFL, like the Patrick Mahomes, Stephon Diggs, Josh Allen. If you have them on your team, then you automatically have a chance of winning.
1: I mean, I feel like they're just the most consistent players for the most part in the league. I mean, you can allow Patty Mahomes and them to drop twenty plus a week because yeah. even if they have a bad week, they all have weapons to throw to, or they all have like a good quarterback who and they are their weapon. So, all right, anybody else for you, Parker, that really kind of stood out or didn't really stand out, or no, no, not really. I mean, kind of. It was like I don't know. I feel like this week for fantasy for me it was a pretty slow week. I mm-hmm. mean, team only put up eighty. I mean. I only had like three guys in double digits. Everybody else was single digit. I mean, both both my running backs really struggled for me. But uh, I guess now, I mean, we'll move into our game of the week, what we really thought was this week's game of the week. I mean, I thought there was a few great games, but I guess I'll start for this segment. Um, I mean, possible AFC championship matchup. I mean, Bill's Chiefs. I mean, that was, that was a great game back and forth, um, literally coming down to the last minute. Patrick Mahomes throwing a pick. I mean, it, it was it was great to see that um, that matchup again. I mean, I bet Josh Allen's been chomping at the bit to get that matchup again. I bet we will probably see it again in a few few weeks, a uh, couple months for uh, the AFC Championship. But that game overall very entertaining, back and forth. It was actually pretty funny as, well, as the game started. Uh, Tony Romo said it's going to be a twenty four to twenty game. <laughs> And the final score was actually 24-20, to so I thought that was pretty good.
0: Mm -hmm. Uh, So I actually, for my game of the week, I'm going to say the Colts and Jaguars come down into the last minute where Matt Ryan threw a touchdown with like 30 seconds left. I was watching the Jets game, and then on the bottom I saw 27 seconds left. Tie game, uh, 34 seconds um, on their own 20. I guess Matt Ryan clutched up. He actually had a good week in fantasy this week, too. Do you have mm. many
1: points he dropped?
0: I think it was 36 in my league. Gotcha. Luckily, I mean, I don't think anyone would start about Ryan. All, Unless, right. All
2: right, Parker. What about you? All what was right. your game of the week? Um, I'm going to have to go Steelers-Bucks. I mean, every week, you know, we kind of talk bad about the Steelers. And, you know, this week it's... I'm surprised they could get it done against what is normally a very talented uh, Bucks team. Um, right. You know, Mitch Trubisky coming into that game and just winning it for them. I don't know. And then Kenny Pickett also having an okay game against Tom Brady, putting up his first touchdown. So you think that maybe Mitch Trubisky might
1: be, I don't know, I feel like there's a really back-and-forth quarterback battle going on in yeah. Pittsburgh right now. I mean, I mean, it shows that they want to rely on the, not I wouldn't call him a veteran, but a more seasoned player mm. than Kenny Pickett. I mean, Kenny Pickett's in his first first year of the NFL.
2: I mean, yeah, Trubisky, he he didn't even do that bad in uh, Chicago, so I don't know. I think, I think it should stick with him for a little while. All right, now now we're gonna move into our predictions for this upcoming week of games.
1: So Thursday night game, it's an okay game. I want to call it a great game. Um, Saints at the Cardinals. Both both teams kind of off to a slow start. I'm going to have – I mean, it's in in Arizona. I feel like the Cardinals back bounce back from a crummy performance this week. I'm going to have to go to the Cardinals
0: for this one. I'm going to go with the Saints. This one, you, you, I, I, I don't think you can trust the Cardinals. I mean –
1: I say, but my thing is, I feel like Kyler Murray is just gonna have a bounce back week this week. I feel like this this is his week.
0: I feel, like, I feel like he is due, but at the same time, the Cardinals over the past three seasons, ever since they traded for DeAndre Hopkins, I feel like they've been looked at as like a, t- a team that could make a playoff run. Yeah, and they just haven't done so. So I'm, I'm honestly done with them. Um, right.
2: I, I don't know. I think. DeAndre Hopkins this week coming back he's going to be the deciding factor I think the Cardinals take this one
0: I forgot about that I'm actually going to change my prediction to the Cardinals
1: <laughs> Alright next we have we have Browns Ravens it's at, it's at home for the Ravens um, I feel like Lamar is just going to throw, throw and run all over this Cleveland Brown defense I don't even feel like it's going to be close I got Ravens by 17 It's my guess
2: Yeah both teams don't you know, doing great last week, but I still think the Ravens are the better team, so I'm going to go Ravens.
0: I got the Ravens in a blowout. All right,
2: so we got the
1: Bucks at the Panthers. Um, so you got Tom Brady kind of, I don't know. We've. We I don't know. This is weird from Tom Brady. I mean, he missed walkthroughs the day before the game for a wedding, and then he flew in the day of the game in Pittsburgh. But uh, I don't know. I don't think he's as dedicated as he made himself seem. There's kind of like a chemistry issue going on in Tampa Bay, but, um, it's, and they're in Carolina, but I don't think Carolina can really stop that offense. I mean, that that offense struggled this week in Pittsburgh, but I think I'm going to have to go with the Bucks.
2: I agree, but I think this game is going to be closer than most people think it is.
0: I'm going to go with that too, with exactly what Parker said. I feel like the Panthers are going to put up a fight.
1: Um, So next we have the Falcons at the Bengals. Um,
0: I think the Bengals are due for a little bit of a
1: run. I feel like last week it's just going to spark something here. I mean, I feel like they're going to use Jamar Chase more, make more of a weapon, and then uh, just just go on a little run, him and Joe Burrow. I I don't know. I feel like some special is going to happen with the Bengals again like last year. So I say this is going to start it. They're going to beat up on the Falcons and make a little run.
2: I don't know the Falcons not you know getting the win um, over San Francisco so I still am gonna go with the Bengals. but the Falcons you know it wouldn't completely surprise me if they do get the win
0: I'm gonna actually go with the Falcons because I feel like they're three and three I don't think anyone expected them to be ab- above maybe two and four at this point so i'm gonna I'm gonna say the Falcons keep surprising people.
1: Alright, so next we have the Detroit Lions at the Dallas Cowboys. Um the Lions showed a little bit of life in the beginning of the season, showed that they're they're uh, not to be messed with, but I feel like that's kinda of falling off. Um Cowboys coming off a huge loss to the Eagles, obviously not happy. Um I'm gonna have to go with Cowboys. I feel like that defense is gonna shut down
2: the the Lions real quick. I I agree. I think you know the Lions uh st- got over the offseason. They looked promising, but now they're just the same old Lions. I'm going to go with the Cowboys.
0: I'm also going to go with the Cowboys because of the Lions not being a great football team right now.
1: Yeah, yeah I mean, I have to agree. Um, next, uh, we have the Red Hot Giants against the Jacksonville Jaguars. Um, the Jags and other who showed some early life earlier in the season. Um, but I don't know. I don't know. I feel like I can't can't root against the coaching staff that New York has kind of put together. I feel like Giants take this one pretty easy.
2: Yeah, I agree. I mean, Jacksonville, just, they're 2-4 and four now, even though it started off decent. I just think they're just slowly declining, and Giants are just getting better every week, so I'm going to go with the Giants.
0: I am also going to go with the Giants because i feel like the jaguars are honestly in the in a very similar position to the giants before the season i feel like the giants have surprised a lot of people while the jaguars have been the same old so i feel like the better team's gonna win all
1: right next we have the packers at the commanders uh i feel like this is the week that that the packers can kind of turn this little little struggling that they have going on around um I feel like this is where it all starts for them. Aaron Rodgers, very reliable quarterback. I'm hoping that they can slowly pick apart this commander's defense. But I don't know. I can't say anything's guaranteed with the Packers anymore, but I think I have to go with Green Bay for this
2: one. I agree. I mean, the commanders are just not a good team at all. So I think the pa- uh, the Packers take this one.
0: I'm also going to say the Packers because the commanders, you can't trust Carson Wentz.
1: I'd have to agree. Next, Colts at the Titans. Uh, I don't even know for this one. This this game, I don't know. I feel like it can be a toss-up. Um, uh, the Colts kind of struggled early on. They've kind of started to find themselves. Um, they dealt with some injuries. Um, the Titans, I don't know. I feel like they've been a pretty quiet team this year. They haven't done anything too much. It's at, it's at Tennessee, though. I feel like Tennessee gets it done at home. i want to go Titans.
2: Yeah, I mean, two mediocre teams. I just think the Titans are going to take this one just because of, you know, Derrick Henry and the home field advantage. I think that gives the
0: Titans the edge. I'm going to go with what I usually do during this uh, section. I'm going to uh, go against you guys and pick the Colts. Alright, next we have Texans at uh
1: the Las Vegas Raiders. I um, feel like I don't know. There's nothing special about this game whatsoever. But um, I think I'm going to have to go with the Raiders just because it's at home. Um, maybe, I don't know, that uh, that Derek Carr, DeMont Adams connection comes to life
2: this week against the Texans. Uh, yeah, I mean, the Raiders not really performing how some people expected them to. But I just... I can say I they're better than the Texans. So I'm gonna go
0: Raiders. I'm gonna agree. Uh, with the Raiders. Just because of the reason that the Devontae Adams and Derek Carr connection was not it has not been living up to the hype that since they played in college, what Tyler touched on before, and I feel like that changes. All right. So our second four o'clock game of
1: the week is The Jets at the Broncos, I'm going Jets with this one. I mean, red-hot Jets right now, just coming off a big win in Lambeau, on the road again against Denver, hard place to play at. Um, But Russell Wilson has been struggling. Jets' defense has been on fire, holding Aaron Rodgers to 10 points. I I have to go Jets.
2: I think this one, honestly, could go either way. I think the Jets are better coached, and they also have the momentum. And then the Broncos have – Better, you know, raw talent, but I think the the Jets get this one.
0: But it could go either way. I, I also feel it could go either way. I feel like um, the last few times that the Jets have played the Broncos, it hasn't gone well, even against Drew Locke. Uh, I'm going to say that the Jets' defense does get in uh, Russell Wilson's face just like they did to um, Aaron Rodgers last week. Some scary memories of Quinn Williams in his head right now. Um So I'm going to go with the Jets. All right, next we have
1: Chiefs at the 49ers. Um, There's a a possibility that Trent Williams and Nick Bosa will both be back this week for the 49ers. I still don't think that's enough for the 49ers to shut down Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs. I have to go with the Chiefs.
2: Yeah, the Niners coming off a disappointing loss. And, you know, even if they do have some players coming back, the Chiefs are still the Chiefs.
0: I'm going to go with the Chiefs i going to go with the 49ers. Uh, they're 2-0 at home. I feel like the Chiefs coming off a loss. And uh, honestly, a low-scoring game than I would expect against the Bills. I think that the 49ers can figure out a way to get it done. All
1: right. Next, we have the Se- our last 4 o'clock game, the Seattle Seahawks at the Chargers. This game, I don't know if they can go either way, if Geno Smith wants to show up and work and he wants to show up and play like he can, I feel like it could be good for the Seahawks. But you can't just rely if one guy is going to show up. I feel like the Chargers are a pretty well-rounded team with a great
2: coaching staff. I feel like they get it done at home against the Seahawks. I'm going to go with the Seahawks. I think that the the Chargers have just disappointed this season compared to the Seahawks who have overperformed considering the fact that they just lost their uh, quarterback who they've had for the past 10-plus years. So, in that, I'm going to go with the
0: Seahawks, yeah. I'm going to go with the Chargers. They're 4-2, and and I think they go to 5-2. All right,
1: I mean, that's fair. Um, (laughs) So, next, pretty good game, I would say. Uh, The Pittsburgh Steelers coming off a huge win, going up against the Miami Dolphins, who I'm pretty sure – Tua is going to get the start this weekend. I mean, I feel like Tua comes back, throws the ball around the yard, puts up 250 yards at least, and I feel like the Dolphins pull away with this one against Steelers pretty
2: easily. Yeah, I think if Tua can play even half as well as he was playing before he got injured, they'll they'll win this game. So I'm going to go with the Dolphins.
0: I'm going to go with the Dolphins. Yeah. Um, I always question myself on that one. I'm going to go with Dolphins. Sunday night in Miami. I feel like with Tua back, there's the, no Steelers, game, no. yeah, there's, huh. the Steelers defense can't handle. Even if, like what Parker said, if he Tua plays as well as he has been, even half as well, then there's it's not going to be much of a game.
1: All right, so our Monday night game, it's an okay game. I want to say it's a great Monday night game. It's the Chicago Bears at the New England Patriots. The Bears, they, they've shown a little bit of life. They show that they can play. Um, the Patriots, though, I don't know. I'm pretty sure Bailey's Appy is playing this week for the Patriots, right? Is so he getting the start? Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah, I think um, it's going to be a tough game. It's going to be a pretty low-scoring game, both mid-tier offenses. But uh, I'm saying the Patriots get it done on, on Monday
2: night. Yeah, I agree. I think – The Patriots have just shown more life than the Bears, so I'm going to go Patriots.
0: I'm also going to go Patriots because the Bears are not a very good football team, and they're 0-3 on the road, and Foxborough, Massachusetts is a very hard place to play, especially when you're coming from – I was going to make a point about if you're going from a warm place to a cold place, but Chicago is a very cold place, (laughs) I'm still going to go with the Patriots.
1: All right. Um, that's all the games for this week, but, Colin, you want to wrap it up?
0: Thank you for listening to the Tackles and T- T- Takes podcast. Uh, we'll see you next week.